How did you find? <laughs> Come on, baby. I need to give you a PS2 haircut. <laughs> Come on down. Rest in, a, my in, a, in this, in my PS2 cage. Come down to my PS2 cage, and I can wear this NWO T-shirt. Drag me behind your motorcycle, baby. <laughs> Time for man versus car. Car don't car wins. Car's not going. Uh, we're back. Hello, everybody. We're back. We're back. No. <laughs> well, we didn't leave, but we're back to this. We found a day. <laughs> we we I managed to tell myself, no, we're doing this now, because Alex got a day off, even though I'm working. But it's like my schedule's getting more, <laughs> so I gotta be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. You do it when you can. Do it when you can. Yep. Yeah, and it's difficult for me to join these guys and watching and doing this show because I tend to get tired early because sleep apnea is a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, we're all here. We're all reviewing week 20 of WWE, the the week before Judgment Day. We are on the go-home show for Judgment Day. I got a a soundboard. You got a soundboard. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I can do terrible things with it. You can do uh, terrible things. Oh, no. <laughs> God, I forgot. Oh, no. Uh, God, has, God should have never given me this power. Every day, <laughs> we stray from God's light. Every day. Well, then you, you need Every to... Every day. Uh, you need to, <laughs> you need to um, donate some money to the Reverend Devon Building Fund. Oh, you're right. All right. So, uh... Oh, no. (laughs) All right, I'll stop. Oh, no, this is going to turn into what the dub. What the dub. What the dub. All right. So, uh, yeah. Rassle Boys may uh, go home show to to, uh, Judgment Day. I'm Mega Fighter. That's Rocktan over there. Allie's on the soundboard. I'm on the ones and twos. He's on the ones and twos. And we start off with, uh... Okay. <laughs> we're, 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 in in the, uh... we're in Toronto. We're, yes, the Air Canada Center in Toronto, Ontario. Very Canadian and episode. First, and the first sign I see is Trish is my long-lost sister. Possible. But, uh, we actually start off with a with the Brock Lesnar match where... They have the opening sting, the like, but it goes into just the the bad theme. Still, we still haven't gotten. We still haven't gotten the the yeah the dun, 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 or yeah, that, that dilemma some, by that Nelly. Was some, that was some stock music from the XFL. What the what the the, dun, the rock dun, 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 dun. Well, I guess one good thing came out of the XFL. Yeah, it was it was for like a hype pack. That actually was from the XFL. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, this is uh, Brock Lesnar with the company of Paul Heyman. 
versus both Hardys at the same time. It's a three-way. Both Hardys, yeah. Uh, well, no, it's it's a it's a handicap <laughs> match. For for some three reason, Jr. hates agents. I don't know why. He thinks because Brock Lesnar has an agent, he's just the biggest piece of shit on the planet. I think he just hates Paul Heyman. Yeah, he does call Heyman a hemorrhoid on the face of life. Don't so it kind of goes I don't back think... and forth, and the Hardys get more offense than you'd think, even though there's two of them. I don't think hemorrhoids are on the face, Jr. Hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid. Uh, but yeah, this actually, yeah, they do actually down Brock quite a bit for this match, so... They mount some solid offense. They get a comeback. He makes up for it with suplexes. Oh, yeah. He does do some nice belly-to-bellies. Yeah. Allie, you were saying, I think, it, that Brock does better belly-to-bellies than he does Germans. Yeah. Brock Brock does Germans. <laughs> no. Brock does Germans. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, Paul Heyman's doing the best he can as a second, but... When the Hardys start getting a comeback and go for the pin, he pulls out referee Charles Robinson at two, and the ref just straight DQs Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you think it, it would just like be the typical like? Hurt. You think it'd be like the typical "You're out of here," and then like the crowd goes "Whoa!" and Brock's like "No," but no, he he DQs Brock Lesnar. Well, it's surprising is it looked like Charles Robinson actually hurt himself get, getting in pulled out because he was like holding his face. No, like he was holding his face real close, like or his nose, like ah fuck. Did he like catch his nose on the apron? It probably because that's how I saw it when I was looking. It's like ah man, it looked like ah really hurt, hurt my my hurt my honker. Here's honker, yeah. Ah my honk honk. But this makes, but then like uh, Matt and Jeff, I think they, <laughs> wait, no, Brock Lesnar tries for like a follow-up attack. Yeah, but, but they, they, they manage to get away and then they're just like, woo, yeah, we won via DQ. Party! Actually, yeah. didn't they, no, they, uh, didn't they attack him with, uh, yeah, they, I, I think they got, they hit. Uh, Brock attacked them and they kind of like got, like they managed to get the upper hand on even that, and they managed. And then they, they uh, and then uh, they set him up for the swan tom, and then they yeah. ran off. And uh, and, and like as, their they're, music as they're standing and they're up at the ring, and fucking Paul Heyman's like, "Cut the music! Cut the no. music! This is some pussy shit! <laughs> no, 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 no! Pomegranates! No pomegranates!" <laughs> My client, Brock Lesnar, hates pomegranates! Yeah, so he just starts he's shouting, no, no, no! And it made me think of the vine of, like, the teacher shouting, no pomegranates. Makes me think of, uh, 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 Inglorious Bastards and Hitler going, nine, 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 nine! nine. Uh, I noticed that as Heyman was yelling to the Hardys, I saw drool come out of his mouth. And he's just shooting spit, and he's like, you're gonna get a rematch against Brock Lesnar, it's gonna be a tag team match, and I've got the partner just in mind. Not Sean Stasiak. <laughs> Not again. Me. <laughs> Me. I love that. Me. I I was I was behind you, and I thought you had actually called that he had said me. No, no, I, I didn't. No. 
Me. Guys, you said it. Paul, you said yeah, it. He's he, now Peacock he still being a bitch, ladies yep. and gentlemen. So, Big Show and X-Pac are back in Ric Flair's office, and Ric Flair barges in and just casually mentions, oh, Scott Hall got fired. <laughs> yep, Scott Hall's gone. He's out of here. <laughs> Goodbye, Psychic Creators Network. <laughs> yes. CNTNA, yep. never. And TNA, when we get back to that, we're not we, getting back we, to that. We are sadly exactly. losing the Scott Hall Psychic Network joke, which was a good joke. <laughs> My original intro was going to have, uh... shit, what's her name? <laughs> Miss Cleo? Yeah, Miss Cleo, just Miss Cleo clips playing. And then I switched to Vince McMahon just being weird about buff guys, and then I forgot about it. Yeah. I just love his. I just loved his commentary back when he was doing the WBF. <laughs> he just wants to have sex with these guys, pretty much. Oh, I want to see. I haven't heard trash. that. Gary Stratum. Okay, okay. Uh, we are going to take a quick aside. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh God, are we gonna listen to? The yeah, we're gonna WBF listen to it. Or... Fuck it, let's pad oh, for time. God. Here we go, Gary Stratum. <laughs> Do you think he does this in private? Look at that mass! <laughs> what a fuck him! Look at the striation! Gary Stratum is pumped up! Oh my god. He's getting. really knows how to strut his stuff! He's getting what he takes. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Take a look at that double biceps. <laughs> oh my God. Good grave, I'll be seeing the best. Jerry Strider. Jerry Strider. I want to suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Take a look at the back. Double cheeked up. <laughs> Double <laughs> On a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> How long is this? Two minutes. <laughs> My God. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't set my fucking I, I didn't set my fucking stream thing to pick up my soundboard, so you guys have just been hearing absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh way. no! Oh no! No, it's been recording me. It just hasn't been recording the fucking the soundboard. Oh, the soundboard itself. Okay, yeah. it didn't pick up Gary Stridum. Hopefully, it did. Okay. Oh, mama. <laughs> oh, folks, I hope you enjoyed the soundboard you couldn't hear. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Allie played a bunch of burps and farts. Yes, I did. 
I could switch it. <laughs> no, no, we're good. Uh, I, I don't. I thought it would. I think That's that would have ruined. No, I just switched it. There we go. Oh, okay. I, th I think now that would have ruined. I could play all the farts I want. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> no, who's that? Oh, oh, that, just someone dying. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, uh, is he getting shot? Nash got surgery in his arm. Oh yeah, so Nash is out for surgery. The <laughs> hell was that? <laughs> that was the Jaws thing. There's a shark outside your door, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me check. Uh, uh um. <laughs> there is not a shark outside your door. Oh fuck! <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Xbox has Kane's mask for some reason. For some reason. We never figured out why. But yeah, we are now down to Big Show and, like, Xbox for the and NWO Nash. right now. Yeah. Oh, well, and Nash, Nash except Nash. he's injured. Now she's down on injury. Jarrah still keeps saying WWF. There's nobody. There is essentially right now, until Nash <laughs> heals up, nobody left of the original NWO. So just, Flair, just Flair comes out with Big Show, and Big Show does nothing except for stand behind him or look like he's driving a small car <laughs> with his hand. <laughs> Rick like, Flair he's has, got a little steering wheel. <laughs> like, Rick Flair has weirdly frizzy hair this whole time. People are enjoying booing Ric Flair, and I like heel Ric Flair, so I was fine mm. with this. Yes. The motivation was a little weird of just, you guys are assholes. It's so cool. It's an asshole. <laughs> I know, because they did an asshole chant at, at him. Now, yeah, Ric Flair being heel is great. One problem, Flair <laughs> turning heel to work with the NWO but not really be a part of them is the part that's bizarre. The crux of chanting asshole, and then he just... Now, his reason for... Yeah, his reason... As Megafire is going to say, his reason for turning heel makes complete sense. Do I have your attention now? Yes. Go ahead, Megafighter. You were going to say. Allie, you were about to say... I'm out. I quit. Fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Hey, I'm letting you talk. Wait, what? Hey. Alright. Allie's trying to say something. Allie, speak. Can't be out. You're you are running this. Get your soundboard back here. Can we can we just <laughs> let's just move on? Megafire, oh. you were going to say that how Mega, how... Okay. As I was saying, Ric Flair's like, logic for turning heel... I'm, this is really bothering me. Ah, where was I? Uh... You were going to talk about how Flair's logic for turning heel. Yeah, yeah. Is that... Really going to do this? Okay. 
Because uh, Stone Cold has been like just absolutely difficult with Ric Flair as soon as he showed up. Treating him like Austin, even though he's trying to be helpful and nice to Austin and just like. And I'm not coming back either. If you tell me to come. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. You're. you're God damn you. Why did you come back? <laughs> no. I don't know why I came. Stop. God damn it. Okay, so yeah. Rick Flair, like, Flair has been crying. To be helpful to Austin, and Austin's like stunning him and like shit talking him the whole time. And it's like, I was like, I would, I'd get sick I've of this shit. I've never seen too. one motherfucker push the goal, move the goalpost so many goddamn times than like when Charlie Brown's kicking a football. <laughs> Just, yeah. You keep fucking me over when I'm trying to help you, so fuck you. But at the same time, does uh, I, I understand the logic makes sense? But at the same time, Ric Flair, you should have known that this is how Stone Cold operates. You drafted him. You you you've made a lot of mistakes in your draft, Ric Flair. We're gonna have to discuss this in the uh, in the pick'em later. I know uh, it's really really bad. Anyway, Ali, talk about assholes. <laughs> Anyone gonna cut me off? No. The assholes? No. Yeah, the crowd's chanting assholes, and then Ric Flair says, stop talking about your mother, sweetheart. I don't know why it took me seven fucking times to say that. Jesus Christ, Roxanne, what the fuck? I, I didn't mean, hear you talk at all. You know, <laughs> I mean, Ric Flair knows a I lot about mother. hate you! I wasn't trying to interrupt you fucking at all. Fucking bitch! You moved the, you passed the mic over to me. Oh, was, oh God. Oh God, Ali just killed Rock Tan. He's dead. Yeah, that, that was, that was good. Yeah, I was we, trying to pass the mic, the mic over to Megafire. There's <laughs> no so microphone. There isn't one to pass. While I was trying to pass the mic over to Ali while you were passing the mic to me, it's like, wait. No, it's Ali's turn. God damn it. Anyway, Ric Flair. Ric Flair knows a stick. Do we? <laughs> I'm sorry. You can fire me. You can fire me. I don't care. No, you're, you're suspended without you. pay. You're dead. He killed you. He shot you a lot. Anyway, Ric Flair knows a lot about mother mother assholes. Mother assholes. Yes. Don't Google, don't Google that. Don't Google that. You're probably gonna find pictures of Ric Flair. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, this promo goes a while, though. So. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes, and he just keeps shitting on the, on the fucking, uh, fuck, what team is it? The Blue oh, it's the Montreal, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, the Maple yes. Leafs. Because they're in Toronto, and they need, and they need local heat. Cheap heat, cheap heat. Cheap heat, cheap heat. And then, uh, as, Ho as Flair and Big Show leave, Big Show, like, climbs over the rope. Like, like going almost head first, basically. I was like, "Whoa!" He does oh, the yeah. cane. He basically the, the, does the, the cane. The whole point of the promo flip. is a fuck all y'all and b I'm gonna fight Hogan for the title tonight because 
fuck number one contenderships. I'm I'm going for it. Well, he needs to have a champion contenders match, doesn't he? No, that's that's that nowadays. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this company sometimes. Uh, uh, there's a giant Hogan. terrifying Hulk Hogan sign. <laughs> well, Hogan comes in on a Hogan bike. Oh my God! You I just remembered the yeah the Hogan sign. Jesus Christ! You're forgetting about the planet. No, no, Hogan. Hogan drives in on a Hogan bike. You were you weren't there for that. You you got up. Oh. I think you went to pee. I think at the time you went to pee, Hogan drove in on a Hogan bike. How many times did he drive in on the Hogan bike? Only once. Then why was I there for it when I? What, why do I remember it? But I was. It's not on you my notes. You weren't there when the first time the Hogan bike. Okay, twice, but maybe three times. I don't know. At least one there, time. There's, there's Hulk, on the Hogan, Hulk Hogan in three times happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, and now we have to talk about Sean Stasiak. It's a planet. Time for planets. It's time we have we have arrived once again on Planet Stasiak with his terrible theme song. You're on the planet, SA. <laughs> and, and Eddie Guerrero's kind of shit talking him. And that results yeah. in a match yak. You ever smoke an ass? <laughs> oh, oh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like asking if he's like fucking high. Right. Yeah. You want like weed essay? Smoking I'm like, is, is Eddie face? No. No. The face is, is, the face is, is John Stasiak face because he. No. He, he was. Who's the good guy? Rob Van Dam was nobody, sitting outside Nobody, water. because our, this is entirely, this is entirely the, uh, this Rob match Van is entirely. Rob Van Dam has that like 89 cent bottle of water you get when you don't feel like getting a Dasani or an Aquafina. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Arrowhead a, this, or something. <laughs> this is a basically short heel versus heel match, which usually kills a crowd, but it's entirely to service the, the Eddie and RVD feud. RVD is was wearing a shirt that says whatever on it, and he's just whatever. sitting around drinking his cheap ass Arrowhead water, his fucking Nestle Pure Life, whatever the fuck it's called. While 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 Eddie just squashes Stasiak. Well, Eddie just then, fucks up beef. Beef. <laughs> just beef, beef Stasiak. You're getting beef, your, your beefs. You're getting your you're getting your Stasiak gimmicks confused. He's not meat anymore. He's now a planet. He's a planet. meat planet. He's a meat planet. <laughs> <laughs> you see Mars up there, son? That's steak. That is, <laughs> it's all steak. John Stakesiak? God <laughs> <laughs> damn. I should be writing for WWE. This is easy. The best part is, RVD runs in to fight planet Eddie Stakey-ac. a little bit. He fights Eddie a little bit after Eddie wins. And that's enough to justify his theme song. <laughs> I was saying, it's like, because the music cut off, Eddie's music cut off when RPD attacked, and I was like, if they play Rob's fucking music after he beats up Eddie. Forcible entry. One of a kind. I knew it. Mother By fuck. the way, speaking of service in the feud, JR did it again. He called Eddie's frog blast the five star. Wrong! No, it is not a five star. I know this is about the the feud is about the move, but you could at least get whose move is who's right. There is a very distinct difference between the regular and five star variants of the frog splash. 
And then Eddie's pissed and grabs the microphone. It's just like, who do you think you are? RV. <laughs> like and Rob Van Dam is like, I'm Rob Van Dam. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I have a joke. I know I have that later. Have I met Sonya yet? <laughs> speaking of weed, there's only one person who is not doing that, and it's not Stasiak, and it's not Eddie. It's the third man. <laughs> it's not Jonathan Coachman either because he's super tense right now as he's going up. <laughs> Austin <laughs> Deborah walks up and just goes, "Honey, have you ever tried weed?" <laughs> <laughs> you ever yeah, tried so that he knocks on door because he's like trying to get an interview, and he looks and very like, uncomfortable oh. looking at this stone cold sign on the front door. <laughs> and Fib answers, is like, "I'll go get like, him." Hey, hey, coachman. Oh, you want to talk to Stone Cold? I'll go get him. <laughs> we just like we made the joke the of she like opens the door and just goes, "Steve." <laughs> You fucker! It's Coachman. What? <laughs> just kind of just shouts to get Austin's attention. Like it's like you're in another room and you hear your friends. You're at your friend's house and you hear their, hear their parents arguing in the other room, and you just know that it's gonna end in a divorce. It's just like oh god. And Coachman's just like I gotta get out of here. And then we just have, like, an interview. It's a very simple, straightforward interview with Steve Austin. Talking about how Ric Flair is a son of a bitch or Ric something. Ric Flair is a son of a bitch. And uh, Coachman just looks terrified throughout, which is fair. You never know. <laughs> I, 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 I will say, Coachman is a great actor when it comes to these interviews. He looks fucking... It's <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, get me out of here. Um, anyway, Austin at some point is just yeah, they, messing yeah. around with Coachman's buttons, which he's, is he's weird. He's but... adjusting his buttons and shirt. and then Yeah, like... he was actually nice to Coachman. But otherwise, he didn't say anything mean or like make or make Coachman's life difficult. He was just like... He, the most bo- like, he did was kind of grab his shoulder. And mess with his buttons, and that's about it. Yeah. Meanwhile... But that's the interview. Uh, oh wait! They also play Austin's music after the interview, yeah, so he, I guess he. Oh, that's the best part. He put they play his music when he walks off, like he's gonna come out, and the crowd pops, and then it's a commercial. <laughs> and then it cuts to commercial, and then we come back to a day in the life of. John, I I forgot doing? that. I must. I don't think I remember that. Yeah, no, Austin won the interview. I guess he won the interview <laughs> against Coachman. That was a weird play. What a weird now place for to the, play his music. Now for Did they do the glass breaker or did they just play, start playing the yeah, music? Yeah, they just played the music. Okay. It would have been funny. <laughs> it's all they would pull grass matter? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Ali, tell us about the day in the life of Charming Reamer. So, from the department of... This is literally Vince McMahon's idea and nobody else's. Tommy Tommy Dreamer Tommy Dreamer is shaving his tongue and drinking it and he's brushing his dog's teeth and then brushes his teeth with the dog toothbrush and he's like drinking toilet water and trying to share it with people in the restroom and it's like it's so gross he's shaving his tongue I'm actually bothered by him shaving his tongue (laughs) he 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 took one. He 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 filled his cup with toilet water from the urinal. 
Which, to yeah. be fair, I think it was the water and that I was mean, flowing down to replace the the yeah, pee. the pee water. That so place that's actually that place doesn't get that place doesn't get pee on it unless you're a real trick shot. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're trying to get pee on it, I think. So you said that water is going to turn out very like pretty clean for the most part. For the most part, it's clean. Uh, here's a fun. It fact. It wouldn't be my first place to get like drinking water from. Though. Here's the fun fact: if you're affected by a hurricane or an earthquake. Typically, the water in the upper tank of your toilet is perfectly clean and drinkable. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's, it's a good backup if you don't have any water. Uh, <laughs> but I'm more bothered by him shaving his tongue. That, because I shave. I shaved last uh, night, in Also, the dog's mouth is cleaner than ours, even though he licks his own ass. So, not the worst thing. It's just weird. Man, That's why didn't interesting. God let us lick our asses? <laughs> Well, our mouth would be cleaner if we licked our asses. Exactly. Why can't? Why did God <laughs> with the inability to lick our own asses? Why did God <laughs> make it so you can't lick your ass? <laughs> no, can we? Like, again, I I mentioned this. I shave. I shaved last night. In fact, every cool. time I shave, I nick myself at least once or twice. You know, it happens. But I I'd, I'd be fucking horrified to do that to my tongue. And you know what's one of the weird things about shaving? The sharper your blade is, the less you'll cut yourself. It's just, it's backwards, but it's how it works. If 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 we were able to li uh, lick our own ass, we'd need the fucking power of to, of Suyu Asui from my hero Kaname. Oh, God. Oh, God, I that's a my own ass. Oh, no! <laughs> God, I don't need that mental image. <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, I've never watched My Hero Academia again. I haven't watched it in a year. <laughs> I know, and now I have reason to never watch it again. Jesus Christ. William Regal's going to watch this random match between Terry and Molly Holly. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we start noticing that somebody's playing a trombone in the crowd. Yes. Uh, Francesca's out here. How... Francesca Zero. How did someone get a trombone into the arena in the first place? How did that? How did they even get well, that in? Well, they put it in their butt. <laughs> they can't look. They can't look up there. They don't do cavity searches at the Canadian arenas. That's good. It means that his trombone is clean. <laughs> <laughs> I can play my ass trombone anytime I want. He just pulls out his pants and, and farts trombone noises. Well, I think he managed to sneak it through, sneak it through the arena because they were too busy patting down William Regal for brass knuckles. <laughs> yes. How many men yeah. does it take to pat down William Regal for his brass knuckles? He has a lot notice, of brass knuckles, but they don't notice the guy with the trombone in his ass. <laughs> well, William Regal regularly uses brass knuckles on the show. He's a threat. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother you... the guy with the trombone. Are you saying William Regal couldn't win with a butt trombone? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I drink a drink just then? <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> damn, damn it. I hate, this. I hate this soundboard already. <laughs> I, okay, I, so this I, I'm, I'm going to use happen. it sparingly. I just wanted to announce it's a rifle. Yes. So, uh, this match just kind of happens. Like, there's not a lot that goes on from a wrestling standpoint. Molly Holly wins. 
But the good part of this is actually when, like, William Regal, like, gets off the commentary table and, like, steps in and is, like, congratulating Molly Holly and saying how awesome it is that such a pure, like, you know, dignified lady won the match. He's being, you know, like, an utter you, gentleman. You can win without being virtually sexual. Exactly. You know what's the weird part? He offers to escort Molly Holly out of the ring and up the ramp. And I thought with the basic bitch storytelling that WWE has, that he'd immediately, like, grab her ass or her tits or, like, stare at no, her or he something. No, but no, he, he fucking, he escorts her up the ramp. <laughs> yeah. But didn't you, uh, didn't I? By the way, that plays his theme song. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Yeah. Didn't, didn't I hear one of you guys say, though, that on commentary he said he wished he got crushed by Molly Holly's legs? I think something, I think I, I think I mentioned that. Sit on me. Yeah. And let, let's be fair. I'm I'm the kind of guy who would also want that in life, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault William Regal on that. You wanna be crushed to death with a woman's legs? Would there be no better way to go? I don't wanna die. <laughs> I don't I think I wanna die by yeah, being squeezed to death. No thank you. Howard. Or or crushed under someone's legs. Either way, Howard. Well, yeah, I I like this combination of. <laughs> Damn it! I wish I had that one. I made I made him put that one in. <laughs> My own fault. Uh, where was I? Anyway, yeah, I like this gentleman wing regal, like, you know, congratulating her, complimenting her, walking her up a ramp. I like this. I hope this lasts a while. I hope yeah, this I like this pairing off. of them. This is a good pairing. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah. I hope this doesn't go... Like, this isn't the only week we see these two together. And play now... Theme, play his theme song. That would be a complete... <laughs> man, that would be a complete waste if they did that. Right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll tune in. We'll, we'll tune in for the, for the next show. We're saying they only did it one week. Are you fucking serious? What right, right. I'll be very annoyed. Uh Hogan fearfully drives his motorcycle down the ramp. Oh my god, he oh, still can't oh, do it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. it's not. It, it's even his his bike. It's not even. Like it's Undertaker's bike yeah, he, anymore, and he's still scared to bike. death to drive a motorcycle in the arena. This man has not learned in the I week. I thought this was going to be the main event, but it wasn't. No, it's just Undertaker versus or Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair for the for the undisputed title. AKA, yeah. want to watch two grandpas fight? Grandpa fight, grandpa fight. Why does Hogan's entrance have to have so much? Flashing lights. Oh Jesus. my god. Him and him and fucking Edge, dude. You're like competing for who get who can Well, you gotta have can, one seizure per brand. Yeah, yeah. They're competing for who can induce the most yeah, seizures. Yeah, but Hogan's on both brands because he's champion. Oh fuck, you're right. Yeah. I know. I'm not happy about being right on that. So yeah, this just turns into a bunch of vamping and pantomime, and at some point. We're not sure when. This became like a no DQ match. They, I don't think they ever announced that at any point before this. I, I feel like they didn't. 
Allie, was there ever a point before the match started that they announced no DQ for this match? Uh, not that I recall. Like, it could have happened and we might have missed it. But there's a point where Charles Robinson stops Ric Flair from using a chair despite that. Exactly! That, like, no, that, that was, like, really early. That was one of the first big spots of the match. It's like, like Charles Robinson takes the chair away. And, like, why'd you do that if this was no DQ? Right. It was so weird. And then, like, you know, okay, it's so it's, it's no DQ. That's fine. You know, it's mostly vamping and pantomime, as yeah, I thought it, it was going it, to be. It really feels like, like, the no, they suddenly turn the match into no DQ instead of it, instead of it being no DQ to start with because of that spot alone. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Charles Robinson forgot the stipulation. Who knows? I don't fucking know a... anymore. It could have very well been they just decided suddenly to do no DQ and then had to tell him over. And as soon as he tried to take the chair away, he, someone <sighs> like Vince or whoever in the in the back had to tell him, oh, don't do that. It's no DQ. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. My sorry, bad. boss. My bad. My bad. And, and, then, and then we get run-ins. Lots of run-ins. It was lots of run-ins. I, uh, I didn't keep track of all the run-ins. I swear it was Big Show, X Pac ran in to help Flair, and then Bradshaw ran in to stop them. And there you go. And then Hogan wins. And he forever hates the fact that he's still doing a leg drop. Yes. Oh, my ass. My ass, my back, my leg. I ate all of my crack. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking of that joke before Helly did it. <laughs> Hogan Hogan wins and he still can't drive a motorcycle. Oh nope. yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 it's funny because I've seen him driving a motorcycle. I think he just like can't do it anymore. <laughs> or, or that or he just doesn't or he's just terrible at doing it. I think so, it's more... I think eventually Stone Cold and Bradshaw chase them away. Yeah. You know what I you know what I think it is? I think it's that he's terrified I, to, I think he's terrified to drive a motorcycle in this tight in, in an arena. That's the Maybe. problem. Maybe. Uh yeah. So that, that's a very that, small space to be driving a motorcycle. After seeing uh we saw grandma die again earlier today. So I forgot about that. <laughs> and that would also out. be <laughs> Kill your grandma. We, get the f out. But we got, but we got another get the f out commercial, and the theme for it is the sexual chocolate Mark Henry theme. <laughs> My favorite thing about the sexual chocolate Mark Henry theme, the fact that it sounds like the dude is saying assholes, even though he isn't. You. <laughs> yeah, that part right there sounds like he's saying so the thing I don't get is two people are making out in a car and the car yeah. has the WWF logo which implies that while in a heated makeout session the girl was just like oh, World WWF. Wrestling Federation World Wrestling Federation <laughs> and then the oh, window rolls down champion. And they see that someone's peeping, so they roll it back up, and now the F is gone. Yeah. Who so did you know, that? Like, I, I swear it's like she, she like pressed like the window roll button with her foot, and it rolled the window down, and then he was like, 
And then I guess maybe the air caught in and it was like, oh shit, it's cold. Oh, <laughs> windows open. Like, like WWF sign. <laughs> it goes back up and it says WWE now. Like that's yeah. not how that works. It would just smudge off everything. I would. I weirdly remember this. The girl in the in the car. It. I think it might have been Stacy, but because it, it looked a lot like her, but I'm maybe remembering that wrong. It could have just been some random model she they got. got. Legs. She's capable of walking. <laughs> <laughs> She's got two legs. <laughs> well, we we cut back from that to uh, Rip Flair just going. We got Ric Flair just going fucking nuts. I yes. love it. And also, what a contrast. Just like kissing fucking. And then Ric Flair just ah! flipping his table going. Ah! <laughs> Fuck Austin. Fuck Hogan. Ric Flair goes into my favorite Ric Flair mode, which I like to call Purple Rick. <laughs> Purple Flair. he is so angry. He's so angry. Like, he is about to pop a blood vessel, like, X-Pac yes. and Big Show are just watching him just throw everything, flip the table. It's like, He's fuck destroying this office. everyone. Fuck the office. Fuck this cheap desk I got at Ikea. I am you putting... Would think he, you would think he, at this point, just for the hell of it, he'd, 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 he'd throw a shirt down and elbow jacket. And elbow yeah, jacket. Elbow We're elbow not done here. Bradshaw's in a handicap match against you guys. Stone Cold is fighting a fucking t-shirt in a lumberjack man. You haven't gotten to the t-shirt yet. He's uh, Flair announces that he is going to be facing the new newest member of the NWO in a lumberjack match. That's yeah. the main event. Yeah. But but just oh my god, Ric Flair losing his mind is the best thing. Yes. I love it. I'm happy. And then we get a very interesting intergender tag match. It's an intergender tag match that is simultaneously a hardcore championship match and a women's title match, depending yes. on who's tagged in. Yeah. So this does have, like, your general intergender rules. Like it's pre pretty much got, like, modern intergender rules. <laughs> but there's at least a logic behind why the two gender, like, two separate gendered, like, wrestlers can't wrestle. Because Bubba can't go for the women's title. And Chaz can't oh. <laughs> <laughs> she dead. <laughs> she dead. Wait, no, Jazz isn't dead. No, no. No, Jazz. he's talking about no, what Jazz. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Why did you say she's dead? No, I said and Jazz can't go for the hardcore to oh. oh. She, she did. did. Oh, she did. I thought you said she's dead. No. Oh. Jazz is fine. Jazz she's is fine. She's bald now, but whatever. I feel like that's her choice. Yeah, whatever, whatever she likes. I don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna flirt your boat. Also, You're alive, it, so that's fine. Yeah, don't don't be dead. Don't be dead. Uh, General rule of life: don't die. What <laughs> <laughs> number one rule of life: don't die. Uh, anyway, the match almost starts, and then Bubba just throws Trish Stratus over the top rope, and just like a fucking missile at them. I yeah, you said meat missile. Yes, <laughs> was your terminology? I love it. Bubba, throw me at them. Bubba got a hockey stick. Bubba got a hockey stick because Canada. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, you weren't you weren't looking when this happened. Me and Rockin were watching. Uh, Trish tries to like throw the plunder in, 
and twice he like tries to throw it over the rope and it just bounces back towards her. She tries to throw a, a, a trash a trash lid and a trash can and fails miserably both times. <laughs> she is officially terrible at like, taking out the like, trash. Like it's like like the trash can is like balanced on the rope and it's kind of swaying back towards her. It's like no, no, go over, go over. Trish, you're not Trish, hardcore. <laughs> Trish, stop throwing things. <laughs> also, is this also, a- hold on. Have you never heard it had heard weapons in hardcore matches referred to as plunder? No, who calls it that? The plunder daddy. What? He, never heard that. I have never heard this before. I'm making fun. Rusty Rhodes, goddammit, the plunder. I've never. Are you sure oh. you didn't mean? Are you sure you didn't say plunger? You, no, like, I said plunder. He said, well, maybe Dusty was saying plunger. No, he said plunder. When has this happened? I, I swear it's a thing. I'm gonna look it up. Like, keep talking about just incredible, but. Yeah, Trish is terrible at taking a trash. I would hate to see what... If if she's like this in a hardcore match, I'd hate to see what happens when she tries to do it at home. The trash ends up everywhere on the... On the in, her, in front of her, her Trish's house. husband is just like, Honey, did you take out the trash? And then it cuts outside, and she's her legs are sticking up, and she's in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Not again! Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! I fell in the trash can again. Oh my god! Ha- somebody, somebody's actually asked about that. Why does this keep We're happening to me? Great American Bash, nineteen ninety-six. Apparently, Kevin Sullivan, Chris Benoit. Dusty says it a lot. He says "plunder" <laughs> a lot of times. Did he watch Muppet Treasure Island? <laughs> I just. I didn't make this up. Just incredible when Crash come out, and then Bubba hits Elka Bong, and Trish wins. Yeah. And she says to Bubba, get the table. No, she says, Bubba! Actually, I think the, the mic's the mic, not working. The mic wasn't working, so we never heard her say Bubba. She just yeah, said, get I, the tables. Yeah, she said, get the tables, but we, we noticed you yeah, had the really like quiet Bubba. is like, ah, oh, fuck, Bubba. the mic plugged up. Bubba. Uh, yeah, and then they they you know they lift up uh, Bubba lifts up Jazz goes up the top rope, dives and goes for the table, but it's more like Bubba hit the table more like than his Jazz. Aunt, his ass yeah, just, just goes through the table. Missed. <laughs> ass just goes through the table. Can I just note that during this match, Trish is like Trish has a look of just like psychotic glee as things as like the hardcore stuff is happening and i'm and it's kind of hot okay that's okay yes yes i am being weird yeah i don't want to hear from either of you you guys talked about frobby licking her ass so (laughs) i have to say i have to say i accidentally started the x-files theme a woman sexually, uh, a woman uh, like looking, there. a woman with a like a sexual look, like in her in her eyes and face, is way more titillating to me than a lot of the stuff they usually do. Where they show their weirdly awful looking breast implants. Oh god. And just like, oh look, look how hot she is. You could see her ribs and her breasts look like you could like 
chisel a spear out of them with like a rock. <laughs> But it's it's sexual, baby. They're 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 lucky. The babies are lucky that 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 they don't have any teeth because they'd knock them out. <laughs> Ali, I'm taking that soundboard away from you. That wasn't the soundboard. Uh, the, you could have done that as well. Uh, fake tits are like are like Nazis. They just they just poke out and be like, "I'm walking here." What the fuck? What? 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 <laughs> what the fuck analogy is that? Also, also, I think you got a fucking line confused there. What? That was. I'm walking here it was Dustin Hoffman in Midnight Rider, wasn't it? No. Or Easy Rider. And then my boobs were like, I'm walking here, Deborah. <laughs> I got that joke from Robin from a Lavimon stand-up. Okay. Also, when I think of Nazis and walking, I think of fucking Doctor Strangelove. Are your tits shouting? I swear, I, I, swear I, I, he said na- I swear he said Nazis, but maybe I, maybe I remember. Can we not talk about Nazis? There's not even a transition I can do with that. Here's Stone Cold just about to fight an NWO shirt. Now we can talk about it. Stone Cold. His matchup screen is. I would just describe it as someone made a silhouette in MS Paint and then put an NWO shirt on it, and it's... <laughs> they show it throughout the night. <laughs> I As soon as I saw it, I just started laughing my ass off. That was almost the picture for the show, but we, we found something else a little bit later. We found something else, yes. In fact, I think it's the next thing up is they start doing... Because they start doing the previews for, like, Judgment Day... And, like, you know, it's all the matches, including, like, Chris Jericho, Triple H, Hell in a Cell, a.k.a. PS2 Cage. As yes, Ali this is the it. most lowest resolution render of a Hell in a Cell rotating solely behind pictures of nooses. <laughs> and then they cut to, um, they cut to the Kurt Angle, Triple H, or Kurt Angle Edge, like, screen. And at first we were laughing at the fact that they're being harassed by, they're like, They're being harassed by Mode 7 scissors. <laughs> Seven scissors, and yes. then they do a fucking like a wipe and like badly photoshopped bald edge and Kurt Angle shows up. At least badly laugh. photoshopped bald Kurt Angle almost looks like Kurt Angle. Edge almost, looks but... like Edge looks like you accidentally fused Christian and Just Incredible in an accident. A horrible <laughs> mistake of a of a fusion dance. But yeah, and so that just this was a night of us just laughing at the insanity. Tristan Incredible. Tristan Incredible? <laughs> God. Christian Credit Cage. Yeah, fuck it. You Christian got it on. Credit card. Christian Credit Card. Christian uh, Credit Card. Christian Credit Christian. Christian. Fuck it. Okay, so we cut to we cut to backstage where Goldust is like Really excited about the fact that they're going to be lumberjacks in a lumberjack match. And he starts singing the Monty Python lumberjack song. Mega Fighter marked out for that. I marked out. But then we, we cut to who he's talking to. And Booker T's just in a lumberjack outfit with like a fake beard and an axe. I have so many questions. And because none of them are why he's dressed like a lumberjack. Because I get why he's dressed like a lumberjack. But the thing that confuses me is he suddenly was he how do i describe this he 
So he gets angry about being put in this lumberjack outfit. It's like he, it, it was like he was like in a vegetative state until the camera panned to him and he suddenly realized that he has been dressed entirely like a lumberjack. I by gold dust. By gold dust. So I'm just confused because it's just like, at any point, you could have prevented Goldust from dressing you like a lumberjack. How did Why, you, how did he? Were you in a fake state? Were you in a coma? Did Goldust knock him out and put him in this? And chlor, like chloroform him? Oh did my God. Chlor, <laughs> did he chloroform Booker T for a non-consensual lumberjack outfit? There's a lot of questions that start with the fact that we had to why, consider. Why didn't you prevent him from dressing you like a lumberjack? Like, we had to now consider the hypothetical scenario that that Goldust snuck up on does, Booker T, no, chloroformed no, does, him, stripped him, and put him in a lumberjack outfit, and T not stop, what else. Does Booker T stop existing when you don't look at him? But, but he got dressed as a lumberjack. I don't... Did Booker T brush his teeth in the arena again? Go, uh, Booker T is secretly a vampire, is, and when, you, uh, when he looks at a mirror, he disappears. Uh, uh, is he, he has is Booker T have narcolepsy? <laughs> Booker T have narcolepsy. Just how did this happen? How did you let him dress you like a lumberjack? Because the implication is that Goldust dressed him like a lumberjack against his will, but he didn't do anything to stop him from being dressed as a lumberjack. He has an axe! He's holding <laughs> he an axe! Is it a real axe or not? I'm no, not it's a real sure. fucking axe! Why did Goldust give him an axe? And then why he did he give him an axe? It? And why didn't... Booker T at least threatened him with the axe to stop him from being dressed as a lumberjack. You put a fake beard on you. How do you put a big fake beard on someone without their consent? Get and away I with know, it. And I know comedy. The rule of comedy. Don't overthink things. But I'm going to go into full like two, late, late 2000s internet reviewer and just talk about how how the fuck do you get dressed as a lumberjack without realizing it? How did this happen to How you? How did this happen to you? <laughs> what the fuck? And now we just gotta go to Big Show and X-Pac versus Bradshaw while we're just thinking this. And this is just a mostly basic handicap match. Does it just Bradshaw I... get beat up a lot? Yeah. I nothing to this match. I think the only thing... The thing I got stuck on was... Uh, Big Show chokeslammed, I think it was like Austin for the table last week. Yeah. And, like, Jerry Lawler talks about this, or, yeah, Jerry Lawler talks about this, and he says he's still got a splinter from last week in his leg or something, and it's like, did you not have it removed? WWE has doctors. You could just get a pair of tweezers to pull that out if it's not. And a couple like, Z-packs for the, for the road. But I'm just saying, you could just get, a, like, a pair of tweezers and pluck that out if it's not a huge splinter, dude. Uh, I don't bandage. know anything about this match. It was just kind of. Were you even here for this match? No, I went to. I went to the bathroom. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was just kind of a basic match where Bradshaw got beat up. They got double teamed and stuff. Yeah. I expected. I expected a save. I expected a run in for the save, but no. No, Stone Cold doesn't give a fuck about Bradshaw. <laughs> you know, you think you think that he you'd think that Bradshaw would get his libertarian tag partner Kane involved, but he's just gone still. Kane's still gone. <laughs> The libertarians. The libertarians. Uh, and then, like... Non-aggression oh, yeah, Brad... non pact. 
Bradshaw gets chokeslammed twice. And I think the commentary started talking about how I it might have been Big Show Fred that he was going to chokeslam Austin not once, not twice, but 22 times or something. And it was like, <laughs> I would watch that match. Judgment Day is at Big Show chokeslamming Stone Cold 22 times. I'll be very upset. I would watch a match of just Big Show, like, chokeslamming, <laughs> chokeslamming Austin 22 <laughs> times. I think... <laughs> I think he would. I think at at about maybe ten or so, he'd probably just like collapse from exhaustion. Well, it kind of goes from like normal to this is a bit too much to fucking hilarious, and then back to actually, yeah, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, aka and then the family, aka the Family Guy treatment. <laughs> and then and then he hits it one more time, and then it's like, okay, now it's funny again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yes. The Family Guy style, beat it, oh. the dead horse, beat it some more. Oh, yeah, there was some sort of commercial break, and they cut back at some point during all this nonsense to, um, they call it the world now, so we are very close to this just closing down. The world. Apparently. The world. <laughs> ah, shit, we should have put it, that in. Uh, I don't have it. Damn it, we gotta it, say that. Uh, Stasiac's gonna, go, oh, gonna own it soon. <laughs> No, the world, not the planet. <laughs> Damn it. We should have put that He's in. Gonna take it over. That for you. He's going to take it over. It's going to become his. Find that for you so we have it on standby. We are the world. We are the road roller. <laughs> yeah. I just need to find that sound effect for you because I need to, so we can have it on the soundboard because they're going to probably bring it up again a few times. Please go to the world. <laughs> Please go to the world. No, 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 no! I don't want. I don't want it with you in it. We can't go to the world. We live in the world. Go to the world. I don't know what that means. No, go to the world. Yeah, there you go. I, if I can find one longer, I'll be lucky. But I feel, like that should, I feel like that should do it. And now for, and I'm calling it here, the Y segment of the week. Oh God! Oh, oh yeah, no. so. The Hulk Hogan, the Hulk Hogan bike incident. So Hogan's on a bike, and Hogan got off his bike, and Hogan he is wearing a very to... interesting outfit. Is he talking to Coachman? I I think so. It, it's probably Coachman. Uh, yeah, he, I don't think it was Coachman actually. I it might have been Kevin Kelly. It was probably. I think it was Kevin Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. He is wearing a stupid helmet, which is over his bandana. And a biker jacket. And he's wearing a biker jacket, which is the thickest biker jacket I've ever seen, and it makes him look fucking ridiculous. I'm, and, and like, he's doing, like, a basic interview, and then Undertaker comes in and Hits fucking blasts. Well, it's a tire iron, they say. It yeah. looks like a crowbar to me. Yeah, I feel like some of the tire iron. Hits him a couple times. And then grabs, like, a rope. Yeah, like he grabs like a nearby chain. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan is on his back while Undertaker is like tying his legs together with this chain. He's and locked it onto the Hulk bike. Hulk Hogan, in his obviously extremely padded leather jacket, is rolling back and forth on his back like a fucking turtle. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Let me go. What are you doing? What are you going to do? And the commentary's like, Oh, what are they? What is he doing? And it's like, 
like, I'm tying your legs to the motorcycle so I can get on the motorcycle and drive it. With I... your legs attached to the motorcycle. What are they doing? You on... Like, what are they the doing? Most obvious setup that I've ever seen. Why is everyone stupid? Hulk Hogan just I, rolls yeah, back I don't and forth like that why... episode of like that episode where Bender gets knocked on his ass and then realizes that like turtles can get up and he can't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, where he can't lay on his back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I they do, I, you always do hate it when the commentators have to uh, for some no apparent reason have to act stupid to what's happening before their eyes. It's like make it a surprise uh, even though the crowd's probably already figured it out. And then brother and then Hulk Hogan just is dragged by the motorcycle at about 10 miles an hour <laughs> down the hallway through the arena just going ah brother. <laughs> Funniest thing, and this we is, had a lot of funny things. This is comedic levels of stupid. Uh, his uh, big, you know, his big dumb, like he probably has something under it to stop the friction jacket, making him look like a big bag of garbage. <laughs> Just slowly getting this, dragged around the arena on the back of a bike. And then they proceed to replay this segment three times. Three it's times. Only, it was only twice here, right? It was twice not... here and then once on SmackDown. Yeah, but yeah. So, so we get a right after it happens. Happening. Right after it happens. Actually, while it's happening, they do an instant replay of him getting tied up and like the and setup and off. everything again. And then there's a commercial break, and then they come back, and then there's another replay of what just happened. <laughs> So they show Hulk Hogan getting dragged away on a motorcycle three times. Like it's just it's ridiculous. So it's like, just like and then they, ah, and brother. then they finally here's and then a replay. Were, ah, then, brother. In case you missed it during last commercial. Ah, brother. <laughs> yeah, and then and then if it and then if it weren't long enough, then then they have to show him getting dragged away. Like to they, a local to local metal fills. Then there's the EMTs checking on him while he's in a big pile of boxes, and he's I, like, "Ah, dude, ah, jack up, brother." Like they're uh, putting like the, they're putting the neck brace on. They're getting in the oxygen tank. He seems fine. Was <laughs> that? He seems fine to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he got dragged around and then crashed into like some cardboard boxes, some pipe, ah, cardboard and, uh, boxes. What else was in that fucking pile? There was something Just else. Some random fell. shit. <laughs> random shit. Crates. I don't know. Uh, but I've never seen such blatant, blatant padding in my life. <laughs> of look, motherfuckers, we need to kill about twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, there was so much padding they stuffed Hogan's jacket full of it. They honestly couldn't think of some people to just have a match with. It, there's Raven, nothing. Raven's that... in the Raven's hey. in the lumberjack match. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Raven's in the lumberjack match coming yes. up. And so uh, is Big Boss Man. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, Big Boss Man's here still. Before we could, before we leave Hogan's Hogan's uh drag along rally, I want I want to note that I I want to get was a... hoping, <laughs> I was hoping that the paramedics like tied Hogan's leg and then hooked him to the ambulance and dragged him all the way to the I want to get a, I want to get off Spooky Boogie's wild ride <laughs> local medical facility you want to get off Booger Red's spooky ride <laughs> T- terrible thomas 
All the Tommy Nobis. That's what I was. That's the person I was thinking of. That's where Jr. got booger red from. Tommy Nobis, who I believe played for the Falcons. Yeah, he played for the Falcons. God damn. Uh, I was trying to think of Adam Blompier nicknames for the Undertaker. Oh yeah, Spooks the Ghost Lad. I, I don't know. I went with Booger Red Spooky Ride. I want to get up Booger Red Spooky Ride. Uh, but yes, now we have Steve Austin versus an NWO shirt and a lumberjack man. So <laughs> the surprise member of the NWO is Booker T. They didn't yes. even give this. They didn't give him a T-shirt. They didn't give him black <laughs> trunks. He's wearing red. He's wearing his regular Booker T. I made the I made the argument while watching this. Well, he's not even they, wearing his sick white trunks because those are my favorite. Like they the wouldn't give ones. him a shirt if he's gonna be the mystery. If he's gonna be the mystery, but then the Mega Fire made the argument. But they showed a guy with. They showed a guy. They showed him with a lumberjack shirt, like suit. He could have hid the NWO shirt in there. He could have or, kept or, wearing well, the well, they also suit showed... that was forced onto him in a coma and <laughs> taken off, and it's an NWO shirt. Yeah, oh, that would have worked. Or, or, uh, uh, or they also showed a guy, an invisible uh, a, a guy, an invisible man in an NWO shirt for the. <laughs> I'm yeah. the invisible man. Like they could have just had him take off the take off the lumberjack outfit and reveal. Oh yeah, he had an NWO shirt under his under his lumberjack. That would have been a great bit. I, I think the other like reveal that. of this match is that Arn Anderson's heel. I think. I yeah. Think. yeah. 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 Also, that would have paid off. That would have actually covered up the plot hole of how Goldust got Booker T in the lumberjack outfit. It could have just been like he he picked a. He said, "Oh, don't worry." I have a disguise. <clears throat> oh God, I have a disguise for you. And then he's just wearing a lumberjack outfit. And Booker T's like, "Man, why am I wearing this as a disguise?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is stupid. This is a I very think... long beatdown of Stone Cold. This is a long beatdown segment of Stone Cold. Raven's here. Bo uh, Booker T's here. Bunch of other heels that work tonight are here. At one point, Jr. called Brock Lesnar a horse. And that's yes. ridiculous. <laughs> you're, a, you're a horse. Frank Lesnar can't be a horse. Those don't exist. What? <laughs> you really, Allie? You're not going to get the H-Bomber guy reference? What are horses? <laughs> exactly. They don't exist, according oh, to the H-Bomber guy. You made that... Oh, it, it, it's just some nouns you put together. I don't know what the fuck you're talking... It's just some vowels you put together. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> No. Also, there is more to my word than vowels. Always, <laughs> you mean, always, you mean it's not just a, you mean it just goes, it's not just an E-I-A-O-E-I-A. -E -E <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't just go A-U in your face. A -U. Yeah, aren't comes A -U. out. A-U. Yeah. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. Fine buster. <laughs> Football. <laughs> Arn comes out to like help in the uh in the beating of Steve Austin. Disappointingly does not hit a spine buster. No. no he was just directing traffic. He was directing traffic. No, that's pictured Arn Anderson out in the street directing traffic. I'm just your friendly neighborhood brain buster. <laughs> <laughs> just your friendly neighborhood horseman. Here to direct traffic. <laughs> he just spy. He, he, he spy busters the old lady trying to fucking cross. 
<laughs> don't cross the street. You don't have walk. <laughs> instead, instead, at the end, Orange just tells Big Show to hit multiple elbow drops. And that causes like Arn, uh, Austin to bleed from the mouth. Yeah, and, I, just, uh, I don't even know, man. Like, this match was better than usual main events because it wasn't a main event tag match. We'll get to main that. Main event tag match. But it was just kind of there. Honestly. And I think that was raw, right? Yep, that, that was, was raw. raw. I think the most fun of match was honestly the hardcore match, despite Trish <laughs> messing up the throws. Yeah. So uh, I would like good. to preface SmackDown with a very fun fact. Go ahead. There is only one match that goes over two minutes and twenty seconds. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, they're all exactly that time except for that one. Randy Orton versus or the Randy Orton tag team match, two minutes sixteen seconds. Devon versus Maven, two minutes. Rikishi versus Rico, two minutes five seconds. Hurricane versus Billy Kidman and Jajiri, two minutes twenty one seconds. Chris Jericho tag team match, eight minutes. <laughs> wow. wow. This is wrestling. <laughs> so we start off we start off SmackDown. We're here at the Molson Center in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh-huh. Our yes. opening announcement of a swimsuit competition between Tori and Stacy. This Stacey. is the very. Wait, I, no, gonna... I think we start with like a recap of uh of events from past SmackDown. Oh yeah, oh, weird, but with weird filters and shit. Oh yeah, just here's an orange recap of Smack of Raw. Like some weird ex- like exposure shit that I'm not liking at all. To set up for like Triple Asian or Triple Asian Vince's problems. And then, uh, oh yeah, and then me and Allie make fun of the beautiful people. Yeah. Poopoo pee pee. The poopoo pee pee. Ah. Uh, <laughs> ah. The poopoo pee pee. The poopoo pee pee. Hey, you trying to pee? <laughs> God. Wow. I don't know. We're, we're children. Yes, yeah, we're children. You are. As, as I've gotten older, my maturity has dropped more and more. Allie went to the bathroom as Triple and H came out. Triple H was doing his entrance at the start of SmackDown. I went to the bathroom, came back, opened a can of cat food for my cat. He got to the ring by the time I was back. He was just starting the promo. And there you go. That's like, all right, well, good job on your pee break, Allie. You picked the perfect time. Well, anyway, I just wanted to go back to that that opening announcement of the swimsuit competition. This is the very type of thing I hated about the women's division of the past. Segments just used to titillate the male audience. And I mean, admittedly, neither of those two, but neither of them are good wrestlers. I feel like Stacey was always Yeah, Stacey, I think, got better, but Tori never really did. But, I mean, you could just use them as valets or managers instead of this. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a place for managers in wrestling. You know? Why that's it's, what it's I, how I feel about Lana, you know? Like that's uh, one of the, speaking of managers, that is one of the biggest things missing from modern day wrestling. It's still there. It's just WWE doesn't focus on it. Except like, for Lana Paul Heyman. Was, Lana was a Lana was a great manager when she was managing Rusev. Then they made her a wrestler and I just 
I don't know. I didn't agree to this idea. I feel like she wasn't good ever as a wrestler. Yeah. She worked way better as a manager. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so promo time with Triple H. What the hell did he talk about? Jericho is a bitch, a pussy, and a pussy bitch. And also that, uh, like, he's going to get real close to Vince or something. Is that many promos Vince. actually full of kayfabe breaking enough? Because Triple H said, you you booked me in the match of, uh, on a Hell in a Cell match? And and then Edge calling him and Trip's good guys, even though that's, I mean, that's not the insider to him, a baby uh, he, face. He calls out still. Jericho and gets a blonde, a long blonde haired Canadian in trunks instead, which is Edge. Uh. It, it's a, yeah, he got a seizure instead. All I right. forgot a joke about like when Triple H was like, Vince, when I'm like this close, I put down, I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to kiss oh. you, Vince. <laughs> I was actually kind of disappointed like in this Triple H yeah. promo. I I, I, I thought like he, I thought he could have done a <laughs> better. A kissy. I thought it could have been a I'm done a better hype. A little kissy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rock Dan. I thought he could have done a better hype for the Hell in a Cell a match. Basically saying like Vince, you made the biggest mistake by putting me in a mat in a Hell in a Cell match with with Jericho. Do you not have you not seen what I've done? And then Hell in a Cell match, I've retired I Mick Foley. That, I feel like they brought that up at some point. But well, he brought it, it up later, but it, like, he brought up that he brought, but like, he should have been like hyping himself up as like, I'm the most ruthless, like how ruthless he is in terms of, in terms of how, like I'm a psychopath in that, yeah. in that match. That, that's I've, I've ruined careers in this match. And yeah, and he could have, and, and what would be interesting is if he like, I bet you're gonna try and inter- uh, 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 try and get yourself involved in this match, and it's gonna and it and I'm waiting for it, Vince, because as soon as you get in that cell, I'm gonna tear you to pieces or something. You know? So Edge comes out and he's just wondering, like, dude, why did you hit me with a sledgehammer last week? And Triple H just kind of shrugs. <laughs> And Edge is like, okay, so we're both good dudes. I'm fucking up Angle shit, and I'm going to shave his head. And you're going to, I don't know, suck Jericho's dick or something in Hell in a Cell. I don't, I'm not sure. So, like, I kind of want to fight you anyway. And Triple H is like, cool. So they start punching each other. Yeah. I had a bunch of jokes where, like, I think, I don't remember what led into this, but, like, Edge started talking about, like, a feeling in his stomach. It's called indigestion. Yeah, I put down, I think I have acid reflux, Hunter. (laughs) Edge also wanted... I need a Tums. (laughs) And Edge apparently wanted to play the game, so I put down that they wanted to play Final Fantasy X. Yeah, then uh, I could... Yeah, Jericho Angle and Jericho out. come out and beat them down, and Angle cuts off a lock of, uh, lock of Edge's hair. Triple H makes a save, even though they fought, and we ask the question that never changes in this company: Can they coexist? Can they coexist? Ah, oh, God! What the hell was that, Allie? I don't, I don't know. I that that voice effect wasn't the one I was hoping for. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, can they coexist? 
and they coexist. It's an incoming main event tag match. I do like that Angle and Jericho took a chunk out of Edge's hair. They kept it as a trophy. Vince is still a weird pervert. (laughs) Yep. Yep. But thankfully, as we are about to get weird and pervy with with Vince and uh, Stacy? Stacy. Yes. Vince and Stacy. Jericho and Angle come in to show off that they got a chunk of Edge's hair. Hey, guys, we got his hair. I do like that Vince doesn't automatically get pissed at them for cucking him again. Wait, no. Cock blocking him. I'm going to watch. Excuse me. No, Vince would like to get cucked. But no, yes. cock blocking him. Excuse me. But uh, instead he's just like, ah, good. You're showing gumption. Look at you do. You, you want in on this? <laughs> You want some fuck? You want some fuck? Want some fuck? But no, it's a, it's a, yeah. They, they get a main event tag match. How can they coexist? All that kind of stuff. Then we get another tag match: Lance Storm and Hardcore Holly versus the Big Valboski and Randy Orton. The PP or match. as. Or as I call it, ta- the tag team match of generic entrance music, uh, the only one that has unique is Val. What about Hardcore Holly? He's R- got a good feed. RKO yeah, and, the o- and the K stands for um. Randall Come Orton. <laughs> okay. Uh, this match kind of happened. I wasn't really, I wasn't really paying much attention. Bob Holly hits a nice. He drop hit kick the fucking one. overdrive. Oh yep. fuck off. <laughs> He does. I missed that. Yeah, Orton hit the overdrive. Ah, he didn't fuck. pin. He didn't get a pin, but he did hit it. Oh, you're not getting underrated. Fuck, he wouldn't get underrated anyway. He turned out fine. Fucking, he's not getting anything. We no, get a re- we we get a recap after a roll up by Orton for the win of the Undertaker <laughs> he, and Hulk Hogan. He 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 pulled the tights to win too. Yeah. Really, not a great baby face is Randy Orton. No. Uh, yeah, Hogan getting dragged again, but now we got goofy sound effects. Yes, we got we got Hulk, Hulk Hogan Hulk. being dragged behind a motorcycle, but with Minecraft sound effects. Oh yeah, oof, oof, oof. Yes, that reminds that reminds that reminds me <laughs> that. of, of Stasiak's theme, uh, yeah. Stasiak's weird thing that we forgot to mention because it's so has a bunch of weird electronic noises. Oh yeah, his reason. terrible theme song with the weird electronic noises. Let me see if I can find it. What the playing Stasiak song? Yeah. Oh god. Uh, oh, they really they really came with came up with this one over a weekend, didn't they? Is this? I feel like I'm at the worst. I feel like I'm at the worst techno rave imaginable. I I just imagining that video of all the cyber cops fucking like doing that kind of like that weird dance they do under the bridge <laughs> to the Sean Stasiak theme. See, now I'm just thinking of Billy Idol. <laughs> Allie, wow. desperately trying to get this to stop. Stop! 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 <laughs> so yeah, Hogan shows up, kind of Except walking he out. He got his he got his leather jacket airbrushed. It's now red and yellow. Hogan, so Hogan is. The... We we see Hogan walking down the hall, walking like he should be walking, considering all of his injuries. 
<laughs> but uh, we noticed a basket, like there was like a laundry basket looking thing behind. I guess it was it was probably a laundry basket. I don't it was know. a laundry basket. But it was behind Hogan. It said sixty nine. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, this SmackDown is weird. <laughs> yeah, we get we cut to Maven. Uh, talking with Tori Wilson and you know congratulating her on uh, like you, you want some, you want some fuck <laughs> yeah yeah he like he's talking to like you know telling her like good job on breaking off with Tajiri he was a real piece of shit uh you, you want you want fuck and, like Tori's like you know what sure I'll date you and you know hey they even scored a date with Tori Wilson so good for him yeah, and then. We get the most Rassle Boys thing imaginable, as we ha- as Brother Devon and Deacon Batista come down. The Reverend, or Reverend Devon, excuse me, Reverend Devon, and Reverend Devon uh, with the no horny bat. <laughs> he's admonishing. He's admonishing. He's got the no horny Batista. No horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's here to admonish Maven for no horny. No horny. <laughs> here to admonish Maven for for his carnal desires <laughs> a man of the cloth doesn't want ass he just wants batista he just wants <laughs> batista but yeah and then and then and then and then al snow appears behind the door that that maven comes in and says like is that your problem and then suddenly decent and then and suddenly devon completely nices up oh i was just i was wishing him luck in his match or whatever <laughs> i forget yeah. what he said and I'm just thinking, it takes Al Snow to get Devon to back down on harassing Maven? I don't buy that, especially when he has Batista there. I mean, Al Snow's fucking nuts, so I wouldn't want to mess with him either. This dude, this dude moonsaults to nothing, so I'm gonna just, I'm not fucking with this guy. <laughs> uh, but now it is time for Ace Reporter, Gregory Helms. Gregory Helms here to interview Funaki. Funaki, who is still under contract. <laughs> Funaki, who's still here. Taka's Funaki, probably already number back. Number one in... SmackDown, number one announcer, except he isn't yet. <laughs> that was almost a Japanese accent you did. Racism. I was uh, you... I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just trying to do the SmackDown one number one answer. I know, but your your Japanese accent is bad and you should feel bad. Ali buzzes <laughs> again. Yeah, you get the you get the eh. You get the eh. Yeah, eh. <laughs> you made that sound like Austin. What? It sounded almost like Austin, like eh eh. Eh eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh why did I put down so yeah, uh Funaki Funaki like finds a no or Gregory Helms finds a note on Funaki and like rips it off of him. And it's like it's for Hurricane or something. Or Gregory Helms. I can't remember who was. If you win to. this cruiserweight title match, you'll be in some hurricane. Yes. And then he just hands Funaki the note and leaves. <laughs> just Funaki's like, fucking white people, man. <laughs> white people. No wonder Taka went back to, to Noah or wherever he went. He went to just the Japan. Japan. I'm sure. I'm sure he I think probably he made it. I think he made Michinoku Pro or something. I, I thought Michinoku Pro was before this. I'm checking. <laughs> uh, 
Dusty. Oh, he went to the Kaintai Dojo. Yeah. He made the Kaintai Dojo. He went back. Yeah. Uh, why did I put down the note? What What's the next segment? Because I have a note here that makes no sense unless I understand what the next segment is. Uh, Jericho's like, I'm going to be a dick. Oh, yes! He was like, he was about how he's like, you know, Triple H expects like arrogant, cocky, gum-chewing Chris Jericho spits out his gum. Aggressively so spits out gum. Going Ow, to, my neck. I'm going to take off the mask and I put down, I'm going to peel off my face, Kevin Kelly. I'm going to take my <laughs> face off. I'm going to take my face off. If Jericho like, and then, Triple H traded faces. <laughs> oh, no. I, oh, my God. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, Jer- I'm, Jericho I'm in this promo like, tripe. Is trying to hype himself up as being the Rufus competitor he needs to be to face Triple H. Hey, look at in me, the I'm Hell in Chris Cell. Jericho. I'm six foot whatever, and and I weigh like two hundred pounds. Wet. I'm gonna go being Fozzy now, but he I, doesn't. Have I got that a look. band. <laughs> he doesn't have that look in his eyes yet. That 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 really intense look that he got in his eyes later. Oh, in his doing like suit era Jericho. What? Like, yeah, when he like, turned on I, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Like, hey, I watched No Country for Old Men. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm really into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, after this interview, we get a commercial with Rob Van... It's the Rob Van Dam 7-Eleven commercial. And I did the joke. I'm not on, I'm not on this brand. <laughs> they made me wear pants. They made me wear pants. Also, he's drinking, he's drinking a slushie instead of a water, like on Raw. So, Steve-On versus Maven. This and, was a uh, match. This was about two two minutes. Yeah, Batista I don't think, I don't... gets hit on, or Batista shows up on the apron, and fucking Devon punches Maven to the balls, and Michael Cole goes, the kidneys! It's not where the kidneys are. Peace stored in the ball. Peace oh stored my. in the ball. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I like Michael Cole at this point. He's very enthusiastic. So, yeah, uh, he hits the DDT. He hits the saving grace and wins. Yeah, Michael Cole gives a shit, even if he's not right all the time. He's not right all the time, but goddamn, you gotta love his energy. Not as bad as nowadays. He's the beats of Al Snow, who attempted to save. And now for the... Yeah, oh, and, he, and Batista hits him with the collection box. But I, now, I, I, I want to make the argument, Batista, does, I know they want to make that a thing, but Batista doesn't need to use that to take people out, as we all know. Yeah, but hey, if you got it, use it. And now for the segment that is the Y segment of the week that I forgot about. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stacy okay. Keebler is getting Keebler ready. Is walking down. I was going to say. For... Oh, my God. Go ahead, Allie. No, just say it. I don't. <laughs> okay, no, no, because Stacy's walking down because she's heading for the. Uh, she's heading the for the bikini contest. contest. Yeah. Bikini contest. Yeah. And as she's like, she stops by a mirror. I think, or maybe this just, for some reason, as she's walking by a mirror, this drawer opens up and a little person pops out. A little man walks out with like a and t-shirt I... and like spiky hair and just goes, "Hey, Stacy." I'm cheering for you for your match, but I'm going to make sure that when you win, you come back here with the new Panasonic camera. <laughs> She's going to record it, record the competition with a Panasonic and he kept, camera. And he keeps seeing, he keeps, 
um, emphasizing the e and every like uh, and every other sentence he says. Is this somebody we don't know? Is this the same guy who become Hornswoggle later? No, this isn't. This isn't Hornswoggle. Hey, I got Hornswoggle a ca- I got a new Panasonic camera. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's, he's like a state. He was like a state C. I'm done with you. I'm E. And then when he leaves, he went E again. It kind of almost kind of reminded me of. Now that I think of it, it actually reminds me more of uh, what's his name from Os- um, the guy like that- Mini Me from Mini Me, yeah. The- whoever played him, Burn Troyer. I couldn't think of his name. Oh my God. Peter, can I like- can I ask you for a a selfish favor, perhaps? Sure. Um, can you role play Vince McMahon getting a mandate to from the network to shill for Panasonic and deciding that this is how he should do it? <laughs> Ah I yes, um, I still don't know if that's what shirt. the point of that was. I seriously going like watch this. Like, like, I feel what? like they mandated Vince that you got to shill this new Panasonic, and him in like a coke haze or whatever the fuck <laughs> haze he has decides I'm gonna have, <sighs> have a little have a midget to it. Get a midget and have a punk out of a drawer. I, I couldn't. Keebler. I thought it was. I thought I couldn't tell if he was trying to emphasize the E in WWE or if he's trying to sell the camera. I was like, "What was the point of this?" Have him go E. I'm confused because <laughs> this is Vince McMahon's idea, like 100 percent guaranteed. I want to know who the fuck is this guy. Let's have a midget come out of the. Come out of the cabinet and sell her a camera. She's going to take pictures of Stacey Keebler's ass. And speaking, and speaking of which, if they were going to sell the camera, why would uh, uh, they later have a thing where it's like, you know, maybe a wrestler like recording Stacey's something? Stacey's just like, Stacey's just they, like, nobody actually used the camera. Stacy's just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she just kind of sees this happen. Is staring at this little person like, where did you come from? And then he leaves, and she just kind of shrugs and goes like, all right, and just walks yeah. off like. Yeah, and they, and they never, they never use the camera the rest of the show. So again, <laughs> I ask, what was the point of this? The network told him to sell that fucking camera, and he wanted a midget to do it inside of a fucking. I... Inside of a sink cabinet. <laughs> I was, uh, that's what I thought, but at the same time, when he kept going, E, I thought maybe he was trying to just, trying to emphasize that, well, get the F out, F by, out. Em- <laughs> by emphasizing E in the WWE, because he kept saying, E. Sonic. I, I, I don't know. This is a why for me. Because I'm... why did it happen? What what purpose did it serve? Did it tell me anything? Did it help? I don't want to buy a Panasonic at this I point. I don't want a fucking weird camera that a midget's going to watch like peep on women with. I don't. Why? If you wanted to sell a Panasonic camera with wrestlers, you'd have like have we're twenty weeks play... in. We're twenty weeks into Wrestle Boys, and every week I just get more confused. 
This I, was one of the most confusing things I've ever seen on the show. By, like, if, if not the most, easily. Like, how about you replay some footage from a match or something on a Panasonic camera to show it off? I don't know. I had something. Anything. Remember when fucking Ric Flair's kid was in the audience of that match with like Vince McMahon? And took pictures of Vince McMahon getting beaten up by Ric Flair? Yeah. Why couldn't he do that with the new Panasonic whatever? Panasonic E. I don't know. E. <laughs> I don't know there's an E in it. Fucking, I'm so it's got, lost. It's got 128 megabytes of storage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, not too bad, honestly. One of my favorite tropes is, or like one of my favorite things is just outdated computer statistics. Where it's okay. just like, the new Apple iMac. Or not, not the Apple iMac. It's like the new Macintosh. Now with 64 megabytes of memory. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ah, computers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it, so it, it's amazing how much tel uh, uh, technology has progressed. That the like you can fuck computers like, now. That, technology well, is terrible. You can totally like for instance, like instance, if you go back to old computers and just uh, and, and 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 look at the memory capacity, the your your phone's like fo your phone's boxes. photograph takes more mem has more memory. Than, than an old computer does. Yes. Yeah. Remember when monitors were like beige boxes? Yeah, with oh, the yes. green displays. Yeah. Black. Crazy time. Black. So yeah, we get the swimsuit competition where, to it's my just surprise... Just going like, they have their one song for every sexy thing that happens. Just the... Stacey doesn't want to take her robe off. But Trish is fine with it. Or Tori. Even fine Cole. With it. I, I have to say, even stuff. Cole. Even Cole was excited and happy about oh, this I whole got thing. A boner, huh? Which what's the last thing I need? And the last thing we need is a pervy Michael Cole. Michael Cole wants to fuck. <laughs> the weird part about this is for me is that, despite the fact that this would be prime time for for Taz to get some points in Puppies versus Pigeons, Taz is weirdly restrained on this one. Yes. If there's also, anyone that's getting a the a, a, a puppies thing, it's the it's the male audience who start with a what we want puppies chant, which I've heard I heard uh, like a couple more horny. I think I heard that. I think I remember hearing that a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, you hear that audience? It, no horny. Essentially, essentially no. that's no your essentially your your audience is chanting show your tits. Yeah. Show your tits. Show your, Show your hole. I want to oh, see this... your hole. Oh, wait, this isn't NASCAR. We can't be shouting that. Uh, pussy. <laughs> NASCAR fans are weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Tori, Tori goes up to the plate first and is about to is about to take her take her top off or take or her like roll off, roll roll off. But then Tajiri runs in. No, and he's like, no, no, she no. we do see her. We do see her in the in the swimsuit for the uh, uh, most. We do see a shot of it, but he, like a minute, and then yeah, and then Tajiri quickly no covers her up. Tajiri declares no horny. Yes, no horny. thank you, Tajiri. <laughs> and, 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 no, and, and, and then and then Cole admonishes him for. What? Yes, like, horny. I. Oh my, horny. Uh, then. <laughs> <Damn it. clears throat> 
Oh, this is the worst. Uh, where was I? Trish comes out because champions yeah. can go on both shows. Yes. Trish comes out, and she's like, because Stacey Keebler's trying to big time, like, oh, I won by default. I don't got to show you my tits. And then Trish comes out and is like, all right, you know what? This is a competition. You can compete. And then, like, you know, opens up. She's not, she's like wearing lingerie. And it's like, okay. And like, she throws a shoe. Stacy goes to club club her with a shoe, which I thought was a mic. Yeah, I thought that was a mic at first too. Yeah, until like until like Michael Gold shouted, "That's like hit her with a shoe." And it's like, oh, that was a shoe. And then who uh, throws a shoe? Honestly, honestly, honestly. Uh, and then like she gets like Stacy gets thrown out of the ring. Is the guy on the outside and pouts, and Trish wins, but we all lose. And then Stacy gets upset and kind of complains of Vince. I think Brother uh, Reverend Devon's there. Oh yeah, and then we get the and then and and he's like, and she she bit. I I I know what you can do. Vince. Oh hey, I found hey I found a bunk. Yeah, ah, excellent. I know you can do Vince. Put me in a put me in a championship match against Trish. Okay, you got it. And then, uh. I know, and then he's like, I know Bubba's gonna be in the ring. Or, or actually, he says, I want you to, uh, I want you Devon and Batista, you would be Devon and Batista to provide protection. He's like, you want us to provide condoms? I'm abstinent. (laughs) (laughs) Abstinent followed by boner noise. (laughs) God, you said penis. <laughs> you said boner. Oh. oh yeah, so this sets up basically for Judgment Day: Bubba and Trish versus Stacy and Devon. Yes. Yep. When the weak link in your match is Stacy Keebler, well then it's just a Stacy Keebler match. Uh, we got Rico versus Rikishi. Rico versus Rikishi, where they talk you know, about how for a short match this was fun. Where they talk about how Rico needed twenty-seven facials after eating Rikishi's ass. And this then was Alex fun because Rikishi, Rikishi was being awesome. He he did a flip sell from a from the clothesline. Yeah, he, outside. he got twenty-seven facials. And then Ali tried to gaslight me after he made a uh, made a semen joke. That's a lot of cum. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this was mostly just a Rico getting fucked up. Will you stop it? Will you stop? I, that was bad. Why did I do it, Vince? I was supposed to do... I was supposed to do... Will uh, you stop? Wow, you're... Wow, your hurricane orangutan is worse than mine. What? Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, I <laughs> fucked up. It was orangutan hurricane. I'm stupid. I was confused. I thought you were talking about the hurricane. No. Uh, so, Rikishi wins after a very short match. Or a 
average sit, match, I guess, in this. He's sit, there, there's he an sit. interesting spot where, like, he tries to go for, like, a head scissors whip. But what happens is Rikichi just fucking sits on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one ate ass, so that's an improvement on this match. You know, it was a fun, I'd say again, this was a fun match for being short. Yeah. And then my favorite part, Rikishi gets a hat. Rikishi starts, summons the fedora. And dances on him. And the pyre goes off. Yeah, because fuck it. If we're going to use pyro, use it for this. Yeah. Rikishi dance. And Vince is trying to fuck Stacy again. Did I miss this part? Yeah, Rikishi, they're, they're, they're trying to fuck Stacy again, and then Billy and Chuck run in and just like, Hey, you see that bullshit? That was bullshit. Why doesn't Vince just get a hotel room if he wants to fuck his staff? No, no, why are you fucking in your arena office on camera? That's a good question. I can only fuck during two hours. <laughs> a two-hour stint recorded on Tuesday. Maybe he, maybe he just wants to dick. Maybe he, he it's wants to. It's the only to... time my dick works. <laughs> maybe he, he wants the show. extra danger. He, he, he enjoys the extra danger of potentially somebody walking in on him i don't know but that never works it never works out for him no horny no horny vince oh you didn't bonk him uh, i gotta switch i gotta switch the uh yeah switch the order no i gotta switch I... which which box i'm using uh ah. you thank you uh I, ah. I, I remember edge and triple h have some sort of talking point Yes. Where I I don't remember I remember at some point <laughs> Edge brings up like what do you want me to like marry Vince's daughter or something? Yeah. And then I just What do you want me to marry marry the da daughter of the company and sleep sleep and sleep my way to the top? Like nah, you can nah. do whatever you want, Edge. Nah, just fuck Matt's girlfriend. That'll work for you. <laughs> 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 Uh, hindsight. It's amazing sometimes. Now we get the Cruiserweight title match. Triple Fred, Tajiri versus Billy Kidman versus the Hurricane. Uh, this match would have been pretty cool if it went any longer, but no, all longer. of them are two matches. Yeah. I like Hurricane the wins spot. with a choke slam. I like thought there was one spot that was cool where, like, Billy Kidman gets thrown out at one point or, like, gets knocked out of the ring. And he's going to climb back in. But he climbs back in in the middle of Tajiri's oh, oh, yeah. like, in the middle of back elbow, so he gets like knocked by Tajiri's yeah, back off the That was a cool spot. That was cool. It's a yeah. shame that this wasn't a longer match. Well, with what uh, they spend their time on, including what's happening later, I'm just very confused why they didn't give these guys five minutes instead of two. And then we get uh, we get more replays of the of the setup for the new matches and for the, the previews for Judgment Day, like the title cards again. Hogan comes out very slowly because he has a limp, and he gets to the ring, and then he just waits. The crowd's doing like an ovation for him, and it takes I, like four minutes. <laughs> I think this is one they had to cut because Hogan started crying. I think that I think that this feels like it lasted like. 10 minutes honestly yeah it, it went on forever i think like yeah no I before he started talking he just like let the audience let it go on and on and on it was like 
And he was like, getting all emotional. Oh, thank you guys. Oh, it sounded so, like a retirement I'm speech. So but it, it, by your it, it sounds like a retirement speech, but with what he does later, that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh man, remember when he when he talked about just how things how America was changed by nine one one? No, that's how he said it. Yeah, he decided to. Oh, that's right. He decided to cut a promo on 9/11, but he's just like, I was here when America changed, when 911 happened. (laughs) He said, I thought he was like talking about something else, and I no, he said 911, and I was like, I didn't realize he meant 9/11. Where Good were job, you on nine one one, brother? And <laughs> choke slammed. Oh my god! A joke. I can't believe I didn't realize that. I think I thought it was uh, for some reason. I thought he was talking about some kind of show. I don't know. Oh, he was not talking about Reno nine one one. That wasn't a show yet. Not that. I don't know. Hulk Hogan talks about how it's another world when he's out in that ring. Isekai joke. Uh, and Vince comes out and says that Hulkamania was his idea, and you're just living my fantasy world. And also that Isekai Hulkamania joke. was bitten by cancer and by a snake and was bitten by cancer infested rats. I, are you <laughs> saying that Hulk Hogan? Uh, you brought that up. You I'm glad you Hulk brought that Hogan. joke back, Allie. Are you saying that Hulk Hogan probably has cancer? I have what, brother? <laughs> ah, beer board games jokes. I do like that. I think you pointed this out. Vince McMahon properly did a Frankenstein reference. He referred yeah, to himself. He, he as said Dr. that he was the Doctor Frankenstein of Hulkamania. It was like, hey, Ooh. literary reference. You get a very small ding. A little gold star. You get a little gold star. Good job. You read a book. Yeah. You read a book. <laughs> That's that's as current as your pop culture references go. It is Vince McMahon. Anyway, anyway, eventually gets to. (laughs) Anyway, eventually gets to a point where uh, uh, Vince slaps in, and he says that uh, Undertaker will bury Hulkamania, and the red is for the blood that Undertaker will spill on Sunday, and the yellow is. Yes. Wait, no, it's the streak up Hogan's back. It going down Hogan's back. Yes. Then he slaps him. Then he slaps him. Yeah, Hogan that ha- Hogan beats him up. Leg drop. Now we got our main event: Chris Jericho and Kurt Angle versus Edge and Triple H. I just want to mention the hype promo that they do for the Hell in a Cell match, where they they have the they they show two, uh, like. 7 15 p.m. or something Vince McMahon makes the match and then they have one point and they say two mothers pray for their sons which I thought was a great line <laughs> mothers no <laughs> I don't know anyway so main event tag match main event tag triple match H- triple H is going to win co- triple H edge can coexist Oh, I forgot to mention something. Uh, uh, I put this in the wrong place. But, yeah, during the triple threat match uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship, Cole called the rules that the champion doesn't have to be pinned 
unusual. Um, that's always how they always work in a oh, triple yeah, they threat went, match. Oh, they went on a very long explanation that you can be the champion and not get pinned and lose the title. Oh my god! And then like Hurricane wins, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, main event tag match. Main event tag match. It happens. Uh, it, it was actually a fun, a, a really good match. And uh, one thing I noticed though is like uh, when uh, at one point when uh, Triple H is waiting for a tag, I noticed he was chewing gum, and I'm like. I don't think that's a good idea to be doing that during a match. You could easily choke on that. <laughs> and this match quickly devolves into chaos where ref Mike Kyoto isn't even bothering to keep in the decorias anymore, but it's a fun chaos. Jericho and Triple H pretty much like fighting to the crowd, leaving Angle and Edge, and Kurt Angle wins with a chair shot and then an Angle slam. Then he, then he pulls the chunk of hair out of his singlet or he puts it back in yeah, he he puts the singlet he, he stuffs the, the hair back into his trunks and that's just gross and that's They're just that, that's the and that and then he just puts it on and then he just puts it on his face then he puts it on his head he's like i got hair <laughs> yeah. i think he put he drops the pubes on the edge when i call him <laughs> yeah so yeah that was smackdown yep I think I think we can safely say that Raw was the better show. Yeah, the matches went longer, and even though I think mainly I'm just we saw my, Trish, Hulk Hogan get dragged by a motorcycle three times. Yeah, three times. Uh, you know the there was a there was a, something other than a main event tag match in the main event. So, yeah. I mean, overall the these shows were not great because it's the go home to. Judgment Day, so that everyone's kind of working like. Please buy the top. Please buy the pay per view. We don't. Wanna, we kinda, don't want to work too hard. Everyone's kind of running a low gear for this week. Yes. Yeah. So that makes it kind of hard to pick MVP. But I feel like if I were to go for one, I'm gonna say Ric Flair. You know what? Yeah, Ric Flair. He did great. Yeah. He. He. Him just. Him just going nuts entertained perfectly so i feel like that's fair it was underrated ah uh, uh, man that is a fucking that's a fucking question we right barely there. got to see anybody i'm gonna go with tajiri yeah fine tajiri after that backspring elbow bit you that or funaki <laughs> you that or funaki funaki no, no, barely funaki did anything used, funaki got used well enough for the, what little he did why segment? Uh, <laughs> Panasonic midget. <laughs> yes. The, the, the little person selling us a camera from beneath the sink. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did, we have a, did we have a sign of the week? We've retired that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we retired that because we it's could hard. barely find any good ones. It's hard. It's hard. Hard. Uh, five to zero. Puppies wins today. Yep, puppies win. And... Finally, our 2000 alert is the sum of all fears. The I sum believe of that's all a, fears. That's a Tom Clancy book in the Jack or based on a Tom Clancy book in the Jack Ryan series. Is it a Jack Ryan film? I think it's a Jack Ryan film. I, I think it is. Yeah. Yes. That is ben a Affleck as Jack Ryan. It's actually a good movie. 
It's actually a good movie. Uh, made its money. Made so its money back. Sixty-eight the million dollars budget. Example of a not dog shit movie being plugged yeah, by exactly. WWE. <laughs> Sixty-eight million dollars. And, and then and then and One then later and then later they made uh, basically the same exact. Uh, or wait, actually no, I'm thinking of something else. Hold on, let's see. Let me check its. Uh, let me check its. Well, it got mixed. Response. It got mixed reviews. It got. A it's got a sixty percent, which is still a hi- the highest rating of Rotten Tomato scores we've gotten on it, this it show. It was probably full of fucking jingo, like post nine eleven jingoism, which is probably why it became a movie anyway. I, I for I I, w- I was thinking of White House Down, but no, that that was a lip. Uh, uh, that was a movie called Olympus Has Fallen, and then there was and then there was a movie that was exactly the same. Like, Sorry, Tatum called White House Down. Yeah, White House Down, Olympus Has Fallen, Black Ho- and Black Hawk Down, which is a different movie entirely. Yeah. I don't know why I thought of that. White Hawk, Black Olympus Fallen down <laughs> the house. What, what am the I fuck? doing? What am I doing? Help me. Uh... Uh, that'll that'll get us into uh that'll get us into Judgment Day coming soon hopefully yeah hopefully. Uh, we're still on we're still on YouTube Spotify and anywhere you can find a podcast that's the boys with still, a W and that's the boys with a W we put I'll it back in the, I'll update the logo later unlike uh, unlike <laughs> unlike WWE unlike we, WWE, we got the dub back in uh we are on Twitter we have our WordPress WordPress.com. where I also post articles with Rassel Booking. I'm going to try and get on that NXT one now that NXT is dead. NXT is... Basically. Did you see the new NXT logo? Yes! Oh, God. I think I wanted to post that before going to work this morning. It I haven't is. seen it yet. Oh, oh, it sucks. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh. Oh, oh God. God. It's like so much... It's like so much shit. Jeff Hardy's face being onto an NXT label. Oh man, it's hideous! And, oh dear uh, God! <laughs> yeah, fuck! That's terrible! Uh, what are they oh, doing? Why is it tie dye? <laughs> fuck! That's that's hip with uh, them millennials. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so like we always say at the end of every Rassle Boys, no horny. Uh, hey, no horny. <laughs>